Hey everybody, it's great to be with you today for another episode of the In Focus podcast to take another fresh look at the Bible and some big Christian ideas, how they bring our world into focus and empower us to live a more eternal kind of life within it. In the last episode, we took a look at what I refer to on this show as a more eternal kind of life. And today, we're taking another big step forward in that same conversation by looking at what we can do in our very real, very ordinary daily lives in order to begin living a more eternal kind of life. We're going to begin today with two building blocks. Number one, Jesus is the way. He lived his life in some specific ways, and he taught the disciples to live their lives in those specific ways. His life is still the example of the way we should live our lives, and this way of living is the way of abundant eternal life, and that life brings us to the Father, as Jesus said in John chapter 14. So number one, Jesus is the way, and number two, we can actually do this. We can actually see how Jesus lived, actually follow his example, and actually practice his way of living. And actually, I will now stop saying the word actually. (laughs) And what do we see here? Uh, What example can we actually follow when we look to Jesus? And what practice might we take up as our own that would empower us to live a more eternal kind of life? One very clearly observable pattern in Jesus' life is that he would set himself apart to be with God, away from ministry and obligations, away from people, away from distractions, and away from all the commotion. It was a foundational practice in Jesus' life. It was Jesus' way. Incidentally, that also continued a pattern of how God had worked in people's lives from way back in the Old Testament and then notably kicked off Jesus' own earthly ministry. It also corresponded with some pivotal moments in Jesus' life. Again, it was simply Jesus' way. It was part of how he ordered his own life and part of the way that he lived. So let me draw out what seemed to be the most significant elements in this pattern in a way that can empower us as we look to follow Jesus' example and practice Jesus' way. And here it is. Jesus regularly created open space to be with God. Jesus managed his circumstances in order to create space away from activity, obligation, people, commotion, and distractions. And having distanced himself from all that other stuff, he was open to be with God and to be fully present to God. In various examples, some of which we mentioned uh, just a moment ago, we see Jesus opening himself to God regarding his decisions, his concerns, his identity, his relationships, his future, the whole of his life was brought together in these open spaces with God and brought into clear focus. This was the way Jesus lived. And this is the way he showed us to live. So to point out the painfully obvious now, in following Jesus' example and practicing Jesus' way, we create regular times of open space to be with God and to bring our whole lives before him. 
Now, this obviously isn't the only practice evident in Jesus's way of life, but it is one that's widely regarded as being foundational and formational in the lives of God's people. So it's a very good place to begin. Uh, Practically speaking, then, let's take a look at the what and the why and the how of creating regular open space in order for us to be with God. Not because we need a hypothetical exercise here, but in order for each of us to be empowered to actually, there it is again, and intentionally practice open space in our daily lives. So first, the what. Uh, Both the open and the space, I think, are very important. So let's begin with the space because creating space for God in our lives is actually the easier and more straightforward part of this practice. As we see in Jesus's life, creating space simply means arranging our lives, arranging our circumstances so that we can set ourselves apart so that we can get away from obligations, people, distractions, etc., etc., etc. All of us are unique in both personality and circumstances. So the way we work out creating space can be wildly diverse. The thing to keep in mind is that you need to create space, which is yours and God's and nothing else. Uh, Early mornings or late nights are probably the classic times when people seek to create such space because the rest of the world is asleep around us. It's quiet and still, and no one needs anything from us. Some of us can possibly create the space we need to be with God by going for a long, leisurely walk, or perhaps going to a quiet park or the basement, or maybe even a slow drive through the country, as long as you don't drive yourself into a ditch or oncoming traffic. Uh, The details, again, are not that important. The important part is finding the circumstances that you need, that you can obviously control to some degree, to move beyond all the demands and distractions in your life so that you can be quiet on the inside and fully present to God. Now, obviously, we take our lives with us into these holy spaces, But in these spaces, we're not occupied by anything but God. In this space and in this practice, God occupies us. And this brings us to the open part of the practice. So by itself, space can be just another word for downtime or unplugging. Um, Imagine with me, if you will, someone just saying, I need space. Uh, What makes this a practice in Jesus's way is that in this space we've created on purpose, we're bringing our whole selves to God. Every thought, every concern, every decision, every doubt, our identity, our future, everything, our whole being, our whole self. And we are not here to work at any of it. We're not here to dwell on any of it. We're not here to figure anything out. We're not even here to talk to God about it. We're in this open space simply to open ourselves fully and completely to God. 
in this special holy space, we're giving ourselves to him. We quietly rest. We listen. We wait. We openly receive his presence. We hold our whole self before him openly and inviting him to speak or shine his light or simply to be with us in any way he would so choose. So why is open space so crucial and why is this first in our practices? Most definitely because of the transformation that takes place in us over time as we continue this practice. When we first begin, our lives are often so cluttered and so busy and so noisy that creating space seems impossible. And beyond that, opening ourselves to God, if we're honest with ourselves, seems both impossible and potentially nerve-wracking or even dangerous. After all, what might God say or do in all of those places that we've subtly held back from Him? The pain, the failures, the doubts, the selfishness, the dreams. Oftentimes, we're like the Israelites in the Old Testament Uh, we can be far more comfortable sending a representative to hear what God has to say and then just call them back to convey the message to us while we remain at a much safer distance. Though it might be difficult in the beginning, though, and though we might have our reservations, we can rest in the knowledge that this is the way of Jesus for us and God's grace will most certainly be sufficient. His goodness will win our hearts and our trust if we will only give Jesus' way a chance with a little bit of patience and perseverance. And then, along the way, God steps in. As we faithfully practice Jesus' way, and in this case, open space with God, we find God increasingly present and working in our lives, not just isolated to moments when we're intentionally practicing open space, but anywhere and everywhere. Over time, we find ourselves becoming the kind of people who are naturally disposed to life in God's presence. We find we have become more naturally open. We find ourselves remaining present with God sometimes even amidst the busyness and the chaos of everyday life. And we find that amidst our humble efforts at practicing Jesus' way, God has mysteriously stepped in and transformed us. And now we find ourselves living a new kind of life with Him and in Him. So the why is very compelling. It's transformation it's renewal, it's a new kind of life in God. And here's basically what's happening along the way. So very humbly, we do the things we know to do and the things that are within our power to do, because that's all we can do anyway, right? And that's what we're doing as followers of Jesus. We submit and we obey, however meager those efforts might be. And then we find that God has done and is doing in us and through us 
things we could never, ever have managed in our own strength or determination, not even in a million years. So with that set up, some what and some why, hopefully as we are all on the edges of our seats, uh, I'm sort of joking, but I do pray that we are awakening to some degree on the inside and something is stirring and now we come to the how in practicing open space. Uh, There's no complete answer to this question, unfortunately, that we could give today. At best, this is only a brief introduction with some bits of wisdom from those who have gone before us in practicing this way of Jesus. So first, frequency. Ideally, we should probably create open space to be with God every day. This should be our intention. Now, realistically, that's never going to happen for any of us. That's perfectly fine And we should all know that from the start. Uh, But if we try every day, and we're only succeeding three or four days each week or even less, we just celebrate each of those times with God that we wouldn't otherwise have had. We are moving forward in Jesus's way. There's absolutely no guilt when we're cut short or if we miss a day. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ and certainly not as we're doing our best to follow him. Neither is there any pride when things go just as planned. In this practice and in every practice, the practice is never ever the point in and of itself. The point is life with God that God intends. Jesus showed us the way, and the way was to the Father. The way wasn't an end unto itself. Success is not found in practicing any spiritual discipline ever. The success, and I hate to even use that word, is found in experiencing more and more life in God, richer, fuller, deeper, more wonderful, more transformational, absolutely fantastic. The practices are just the God-given, God-chosen means to that end, which is a more eternal kind of life in God. So duration, uh, 20 minutes a day seems to be like a good goal. Uh, This isn't a hard and fast rule for sure, but it is a very common time frame suggested by those who have lived this out well. Uh, Consistency, it is often suggested that people find the same time and place each day to create open space with God. That makes it easier because the practice can become ingrained and a little bit more habitual, which means we don't have to think or try so hard. Uh, Again, this isn't a hard and fast rule either, just a little bit of wisdom from those who have gone before us. Uh, Patience and perseverance. This one's important and a key idea to put in the back of your mind. Practicing Jesus's way of life is at least as challenging as learning to play piano or soccer or golf or learning how to do your job. You're not going to be an expert on the first try. It may feel awkward, it may be difficult, and that should be expected. That doesn't mean it's not for you. It just means that it's new to you. So keep going. Uh, Keep in mind, we all have to start somewhere and don't worry, it really will get easier and more natural and more obviously fruitful with a little bit of practice and a little bit of time and patience. Finally, uh, we should keep in mind community. 
Do not go about this in isolation all by yourself, if at all possible. Although this practice, open space, is one that we do in secret before God, the way Jesus did, uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord who are committed to following Jesus and practicing Jesus's way with you will be a tremendous support and encouragement, and you also to them, as you're all finding your way together. Uh, fellowship is actually one of four practices that we will be introducing soon. In fact, next week, uh, we will talk about it in more detail. But for now, suffice it to say, even regarding our practices in secret, we need each other. So there you have it, a foundational practice of Jesus's life. Hopefully, I pray a way which you are now empowered yourself to practice as your own. Uh, several weeks ago, I guess a couple months ago now, after I recovered from the coronavirus uh, back in early March, there was already a conversation underway regarding the church in America. People were scrambling for ideas to carry them through until things could just get back to normal. And amidst that conversation, a very different perspective emerged. What if God is actually at work to bring about changes not only to see us through the COVID crisis, but to bring us back as the church to the place and the life that he had always intended for us to have in him? That is what I believe God is speaking and doing as he's calling us back to follow Jesus and to practice Jesus's way together. Not just something to see us through until we gather again on Sunday mornings, but because Jesus is the way. He's always been the way. It's great to get together and sing about the way and talk about the way, But what if now is our time in the Lord to live it? May God bless you and awaken you to the fullness of the life that is to be yours in Jesus Christ. May you find your way in Him as you begin creating regular times of open space to be fully present with God. Amen, Lord Jesus. May it be so. So if today's episode has helped bring your world into a little better focus, please take a second to give it a good rating or review with your podcaster, maybe even subscribe if you would be so inclined. That actually helps others to be able to find it in the future. Definitely feel free also to share this episode directly with your friends on social media. A direct link is provided to the episode in the show notes to do just that. If you'd like to hear some thoughts about something specific from the Bible or a particular big Christian idea in upcoming episodes that could help bring your world into a little better focus, please email me using the address that's also included in the show notes. I would love to hear from you regarding that or even more about your challenges and successes and growth as you practice following Jesus's way. Until next time, thanks for being a friend of the show and for tuning into the In Focus podcast. May your world continue coming into clearer focus and may God lead you into an increasingly eternal kind of life before him.